Welcome, Hunters, to the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. We are so excited for you to be joining us again. We have a pretty crazy matchup. If you don't know what this show's about, we're on the hunt to find who is the ultimate fictional character of all time. Of all time. I'm Al Acevedo. I'm Christian Humes. And today we have an amazing guest, uh, host, DM, uh, talent at Hyper RPG, writer at Geek Girl Authority, and writer for Geek and Sundry's uh, Game Engine, is Emily Rose Jacobson. Hello! What's up, dude? Hello, I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy you're here too, guys. We I haven't seen Emily in a minute, and she's like good with me, me like me and Christian, like she's like one of our good friends, yeah. and we were just talking before this episode started, like for probably 45 minutes. <laughs> just <laughs> real deep video game talk. Yep, yep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, well, how you been? What have you been playing lately? Anything uh, crazy? Well, Smash. Um, yeah, yeah. Who you do you know main? Who do you I main? I main Kirby. Mm. I main Zelda and Sheik. A little bit. Captain Falcon's like an old main. Definitely oh. uh, Melee main. Yeah. And now I'm really, I really want Isabel to be one of my mains. So Me, I'm really working on Isabel. That's what I was talking to him about. Is like I want to be good. She's pretty strong. Her she, jump is really gnarly. I just haven't figured out how to be good with her yet. Like yeah. every now and then I'll. I'll have a really good match. Yeah. Because there's something about Isabel too that feels so like if you win, like you're just trolling them because everything yeah. she does is so <laughs> cutesy yeah. and like effortless looking for her. Like it never looks like she's like really like in Fighting. the fight. She's, like, she's just like, okay. She, she has the rage of a, of a Retzko from a Gretzko. You know what I mean? She basically she's like, does. Well, because she's a, she's a working woman who she yeah. runs a town. <laughs> she gets, this is like easy compared Look, to like, like government forms and whatnot. It's like, you're the mayor, but Isabel's, she's the, like, what did Kelly say? Like, uh, she's the neck controlling yeah. the head, you oh, know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, uh, for Isabel, I, she's one of the few characters that I always use at all. I use the yellow vest, the yellow sweater. I love her yellow sweater. The yellow sweater. sweater is the best one. I like the fall one because it's very cozy and folly. Like I like her yellow sweater. Yeah, yeah. it's hard because I'm like, I don't want to give her a color variant because I'm like, that's not what you wear. I don't want to get like the black because I love making all of my team monochrome. So I all love oh, doing like their black and their white alts. Nice. Uh, but I, for her, I'm like, I can't do that with you. <laughs> I like your original outfit so much. You know, I think Isabel is probably someone we should put into this bucket later. I think I, I, she's a pretty yeah. good Also, contender. Joker from Persona 5. I cannot yeah. wait for that DLC oh, to come wait. out. That's going to mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. And the Prana awesome. Plant, don't forget. Oh, next yeah, month. Plant. Oh, that's right. I already uh, got legs. my Amiibo pre order. The doll so. seam of Super Smash Brothers. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he is. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. He's the Dossim, which is why I was like, why isn't it an arms character? I don't know. Uh, we should start this show. Though. We should. <laughs> we should. Well, guys, uh, I'm so glad you came on today because we have a very intense matchup. I'm fired up already. This I should be. This is yeah. a lot of different people with a lot of different skills. Yeah, exactly. So we thought we'd bring you in uh, and because you're just, you, you have a vast knowledge of everything. So thank you for coming on. Let's go ahead and jump into a round. This is Division 3, round 4. Round four, the final round until we go to our championship round for Division Three. Um, we have currently is the the three champions are Thor, mm-hmm. Nora Durst from the Leftovers, and Ash Ketchum. Yeah, it's, okay, uh, yeah. It, yeah. So they'll be duking it out uh, with whoever wins today. Yeah, whoever wins today fights Ash. Ke- it goes against Ash Ketchum. It's not fight, but they go against Ash Ketchum. I'm curious yeah. to see how that turns out because, like, I know Ash Ketchum. Yeah, uh-huh. I feel like. Well, I'm going to talk about your previous match. Yeah, yeah, go for it, go for it. I feel like Ash Ketchum is the summation of his parts. I feel like he is, I feel like everyone around him succeeds because he's there kind of deal. Like, he's got some power, but... We didn't even talk about that. 
That's a good point. But he's more like an anchor than he is like the actual person with power and oh, interesting. Well, interesting. That's not interesting. That's, I don't think that's how. See, it's, he's such a diverse character and has done so much that it's that's true. He's like interactive with like every yeah. single legendary Pokemon ever. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, we had a great discussion. Right. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back a week and check it out. Oh man, but these finals are going to be wild. It's going to be insane. <laughs> Who do we got? Dude. Who's first? This week, guys. Oh boy, get ready. Buckle up, guys. Yeah, yo, gotta go set silver one piece, baby. Uh, because our first matchup is Monkey D. Luffy, who uh, I'm not biased about, versus Neville <laughs> Longbottom from yeah. Harry Potter, the the true chosen one. Is he? If you will. Is he? I well, think, I think Have so. you read the theory? Have, I have. I've read the theory, but is he? I mean, look. I think it, he has the best character arc. I think yes. he's the chosen one as in has like the best coming into himself chosen one because harry's like you're the chosen one he's always been the chosen one everything kind of just happens to him he's like oh i'm just real good at this oh i'm just pretty good at this or he's got friends to help him be good at things neville like struggles. yeah yeah you so here's actually a here's a theory i read about neville yesterday which is so funny that this got chosen um Supposedly, people believe that the reason he has so much pro- like his he he needs to remember all and everything like that, like mm-hmm. and he's sort of like aloof, is because he witnessed all the horrible things happen. Yeah, I mean, his he saw his so, parents die right in front of him. So they think that someone used a very powerful memory charm on him. Well, to his make parents him didn't die. Correct. That's right. They didn't. His die. parents got they, they got, got tortured. They got tortured the to where they curse. they drove. Yeah, they were now insane. Yeah, which yeah. is a scene they worse. left out of the. Which That's is a really worse. a really which would have been a, a beautiful scene for them to put in the movies from the books of him visiting his mother. I and, know. I know that was one of the biggest letdowns yeah. for yeah. for missing content. But so a lot of people are wondering if someone used because we've seen that the memory charms cause people's overall memory especially the more powerful they are and like there's the excuse of oh he was dropped on his head as a child but i a lot of people are wondering maybe that's actually an excuse and the truth is they didn't want him to remember he was gonna be so traumatized so they kind of like child psychology almost just tried to wipe him when he was like a little Mm -hmm. kid oh that's so sad and it feels like it fits everything else yeah it's like oh no he was dropped on his head it's like really you dropped really? the baby on his head, and all that happened is he has like some memory issues. Man, because he was way too handsome by the end of that series to Gosh, look like some was... kid that got dropped on his head. But it's like I... <laughs> <laughs> he evolved. You know, we all blossom. We all blossomed. All of us. All of us. Neville Longbottom. I I agree that there is the very strong theory that he's the chosen one. I I think really what that comes down to is sort of what. Dumbledore, like he speaks with Harry at the end of the series, which again, spoiler alert, like every now and then we have three spoiler warnings. We're going to talk about what happens in Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. you, you have oh, to, you have to. Yeah. talk about it's Neville huge. Longbottom. Yeah. yeah. But Harry Potter's told like he could have been the chosen one. Neville could have been. It didn't really matter. Like it was just sort of how events turned out. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's why I think really both of them, like it's really, it's, it's neither one. It's, it's necessary. Oh, nice he saw, it. he saw the prophecy. They yeah. both were able to find the, the prophecy ball, like in, um, the ministry. Right. So clearly it's about either one and they wouldn't have beat Voldemort if either one of them didn't do like, yeah, like they both had to do it. Yeah. You could arguably say that there's two chosen ones. Right. Mm -hmm. And Harry Mm -hmm. did actually get all of the deathly hallows together. Yeah. He He did did do do that. that. He did become the master of death, but we're not talking about Harry Potter today. (laughs) Maybe one day. (laughs) Maybe one day. But not today. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I just think that Neville was like, he, he was overshadowed. Like people didn't take him. Another one of those characters that like people didn't really take seriously. And then he mm-hmm. finally was able to prove himself um, and, and became this, this force to be reckoned with, you know? Um, I like, 
he like he's just a good boy you know he's a he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a well, good think, boy and think too it's what really just makes him his whole arc just so like outstanding compared to other characters arcs is that he was put in Gryffindor to begin with. He wasn't a Hufflepuff. Mm, no. He's kind of a little goober guy in the first couple because he's like a little kid. He's just like, oh, my aunt, and oh, I'm terrified of her. Mm-hmm. She's going to pop out of the... Out yeah. of the with Oh, gosh, the fear... Um, oh, the, the fear Bogart? Goblin, the Bogart. Bogart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because right? yeah. he, he imagines... Or no, in order to defeat it, he imagines her. That's right. right. And Snape in her clothes. But um, but yeah, like he's in Gryffindor from the start. Yes, and mm-hmm. it's and it's true to the end because you look at this kid and you're like, really, courage? You can put this kid in Hufflepuff, but he's there for a reason, yes. and that's what's so amazing too is just seeing this character who's so afraid, who's so kind of bumbling, who's so very much like, yeah, Harry, you're so cool, you're the chosen one, and him. Because it's curious too, would he have been that way had he been raised being like, you're the chosen one, you're the chosen one, you're the chosen one, when he was at Hogwarts. Uh, would he have kind of been cool like Harry or kind of gotten to a better place like Harry or is his arc not even better than that because he was never told he was the chosen one yet became one right. yeah. out of his own strength and just having to be like, I have to protect my friends. I have to become brave. Right. Yeah. And the, you know, courage is something where I think anyone can be courageous in the sense that it, if you're able to overcome great fear, very Green Lantern, you know, like you, then you have your career, then, you know, I think he, that's a true Gryffindor right there, you know? He rose to the challenge. He's able to step up for his friend. He's the He's most the, courageous. Yeah. 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 And I got to say, I have an implicit bias. I am a Gryffindor myself. Mm, Hufflepuff. So, yeah. Hufflepuff. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> the best people I know are Hufflepuffs, to be fair. <laughs> I will say, this is my favorite quote from J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. This is what she's... Because Hufflepuff is her favorite be- house. Before she got weird. <laughs> Where's got weird? <laughs> Hufflepuff is her. I pooped my pants because. Oh my no gosh! Wizards didn't have toilets because they could just make the poop go away. And you're like, oh no! I actually think that was really funny, though. It's really funny. It was it was really really funny. One of my favorite follow-up tweets was, "It is now canana- uh, canon if you walk around Harry Potter world with shit pants. Like, <laughs> you're now in the canon." But um, but in an interview, she said Hufflepuffs are her favorite because during the battle for Hogwarts, uh, Ravenclaws were split due to their alliance between Slytherin and Gryffindor. Gryffindor stayed because they were the most courageous in their allegiance to Harry. Hufflepuff stayed because they wanted to fight for their friends. They're not courageous. They're not the most smart. They're not cunning, but they are so loyal to the mm-hmm. core that they mm-hmm. will say in like, they will stand there in the face of death and say, I love every single person here and that's who I'm fighting for. Which is a great like, segue so- into someone who will always go to bat for his Nakama, <laughs> Monkey D. Luffy. <laughs> Here All we right. go. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out here. I've watched some of that show. This is something that it's it's uh you know a lot more about, so you're gonna have to educate me on yeah. why this uh Mr. Fantastic pirate character <laughs> is so oh my important. God. Dude, Luffy has the ability to make friends everywhere he goes. You know, he's able to turn people who are bad into comrades and like see the good in them. He's literally turned someone who is a most wanted criminal into like his best one of his like crew members. Mm. Uh, he also has the, something called the Will of D, and the Will of D is a mysterious thing where uh, people who have uh, the initial D they're known to to uh, bring change into the world. Uh, there's not uh, they haven't cl- clarified what it means. 
Ds, but every people who has okay. the initial D, uh, Gold D Roger, who's the pirate yeah. who hid One Piece, uh, he has the will of D. His dad, Monkey D Dragon, uh, is a is the uh, the head leader of the Revolutionary Army, uh, which is this huge people who aren't pirates, they aren't world government, they're their own entity. Luffy is just freaking boss he also is able to like um get strength um from just just like he has such a great willpower um that he is able to take a a a devil fruit Mm -hmm. which is the fruit that gives you powers in one piece Mm. um and he has something called a logia type which is means that he's able to change his body to kind of be to be like an come that kind of the thing which is different from something that's stronger which is called a uh a paramecia type which is like that actually turn into an element I feel like i'm taking a, a is monkey d luffy a pokemon like yeah. <laughs> yeah. but he takes this, this power that people don't see as uh uh that that couldn't be strong right is this gum gum fruit right. uh, uh, and he's able to push his limits he's able to manipulate his blood to increase the power of his uh of his rubber abilities right um to become um ver- basically a paramecia type which is once again the ones that basically turn into if you're a fire player you literally turn into fire. I say, I say. Um, like he's he's he pushed. He never quits. He has he, he just doesn't stop. He's gonna be the king of the pirates, and he's able to make Nakama, which is different from an actual friend uh-huh. or family. Nakama is the the people who share the same ideals as you, mm. and you be, bring them in as your friends. He's able to bring that in with basically everyone he meets, and it's it's amazing. Wow. So yeah, I watched One Piece up until uh, <laughs> up until right after Robin joined. Yeah. Yeah. Why'd you stop? It got, I think it went on a hiatus and it was on Toonami. Oh, I you watched it on Toonami. Oh, so the yeah. Funimation dub. Yeah. Nice. That's a good well, I mean, I, I mean, who did not start with, though? Yeah, yo, kids, yeah, yo. Dreaming. Don't, don't give it up. Luffy. Dreaming. Don't, don't give it up. Nah, man. I'm pretty sure that was the one that I watched. Yeah. Always blessed four kids dubs. But yeah, because I mean, I, and when. Uh, my brother and I would get Shonen Jump and Shoju Beat, and I would always take Shonen Jump for myself as well. And I remember reading the One Piece comics in that too, but I never... And I've seen, like, clips of... Because there's been, like, certain arcs where I've seen, like, on Tumblr, I've seen on Twitter, where I'll go on YouTube and be like, okay, I'm going to watch this arc a little bit, like, recently, because I love Sanji and Nami. I've recently watched clips from the current arc where Sanji was going to get married. Oh, that's a crazy arc. So much stuff happened. Yeah, so I, I watched that without going into sure. the entire like what did i miss kind of deal yeah and uh question for you okay go for it go for it i i understand monkey d luffy very powerful okay very powerful that being said in a fight oh <laughs> and i and i'm aware that he's beaten a godlike character nothing other than an old spell can stop the killing curse that's not true what else can stop the killing curse? Pure will to live and fight for your that friends. Has never been. Seen. That is that I is a factor love. you have to take in and love, right? But love in, was a big thing. Well, no, but it was it was the sacrifice of like Harry's mom's life. She used the power of love. She gave her life to save Harry's. And the love, her love has always protected him and shielded him. Yeah, right. But it was because she sacrificed her life. To yeah. Do, so it's like. One person couldn't do that for themselves. They would need someone. That's true. Else. They need someone to. So Monkey D. Mm. Luffy would. I mean, I bet he would sacrifice himself for someone. I he think he, he would, but, but he but would canonically, also. Canonically, there's nothing that can stop 
But you're saying that curse. Neville will use the killing curse? I'm saying if he was going to be murdered. Neville would not use I the killing think, curse. I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if he would. But he it's never more about ability, right? Because like in this scenario, Neville and Monkey would never fight each other anyway. Right. Right. They would never fight each other anyway. If we nice. said You have to fight <laughs> each other to the death. Yeah. That's a fair point. And I will raise you another point. Okay. That Luffy has an ability that very few people in the world have mm-hmm. called hockey. Uh, and hockey is this emperor's ability where people who have the strongest of wills are able to tap in. It's it's hockey is like the, it's basically the force. Like you feel everything and you're able to command. It's like an avatar state. Yeah, basically. And he's able to like with like just like a stare, a hockey mm. stare can like make a bunch of people just pass out. Mm. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. I guess let's take incredibly insane power abilities out. Yeah. Okay. So like, cause yeah, I mean, Luffy would just kick Neville's ass in a fight. Like that's just cause he's got all these crazy abilities unless you yeah. threw Luffy into the ocean to where he, cause you can't swim with the, that's a factor you have to take in. Yeah. He, yeah. he can't, uh, he people who swim. eat the devil fruits, um, they are cursed to sea stone. They're cursed to sea salt in the sea ocean. So he would just, he just sink he and die. die. I say. Yeah. Sinks okay. and dies. Yeah. So, I mean, you put them on, I mean, even though he's on and he makes that risk by being on a boat the whole right. time. <laughs> That's an everyday risk he wakes up for with. Yeah. But yeah, I think take out power. Okay. Monkey, D. Luffy, Neville Longbottom. Mm-hmm. It's hard because they're very similar. Yeah. They're it depends. If it's people. young I was Neville Longbottom, he's going to lose. If it's like old, like buff Neville Longbottom, he's going to win. <laughs> You know, um, I will say that Neville's definitely like way smarter than Luffy. Oh, way smarter. Interesting. So um, Luffy's intelligence is more like emotional intelligence. Yeah, he's very like he's very gung ho, street smart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. I wasn't aware of that. Intelligence yeah. versus wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Luffy can give a low intellect points, high wisdom. But yeah. his Luffy, I want to say, or high charisma. I was gonna say. <laughs> Uh, Luffy doesn't he's not very charismatic but when he gets like serious he can like m- motivate mm. a, like Luffy spoiler alert now Luffy is as such a, is so notorious now he has a, f- a whole fleet of several different pirates in the new world have joined Luffy's alliance and uh he has like a fleet at command now I've got I've got, I've got a couple questions for you about this Luffy character okay so he's a battle he's a what are, what's his goal to be the king of the pirates. And has he found that, one piece? Not yet. But, okay. but it's very close. And even if he hasn't, is that a good is being king of pirates like a good is being oh. a pirate a good thing? In but this just, in this world, pi- the pirates represent um not it's not like a classic pirate thing. Mm-hmm. Um although some people are very bad pirates, right? Um they are these you know, Luffy does things um that most pirates wouldn't do. Like he like, you know, helps people that uh-huh. he thinks are, deserve to be helped because you know they share the same ideals and stuff. Uh, pirates in this world represent uh, change for the good, like breaking the norm and mm-hmm. and and uh, changing the world order um, to something that's a more but freeing. And what's more, his goal? Like, what is the point of finding the One Piece? To be the king of the pirates. So he, it is a power like struggle. Essentially, he is on a journey for power and conquest. In a way, even if oh he's gosh, like a benevolent, even if pretty he's dark, a benevolent yeah. ruler, even yeah. if he's like a good ruler, he wants to be a ruler. Uh, I'm not saying not, I'm sure he wouldn't see that in like yeah. And I'm sure he wouldn't see that in his mind, but yeah. that does come with it. That's true. You you do get the fame and you know like like I wouldn't say Goldie Roger, right? Yeah. Was 
a ruler. He was just someone who lived the he he Wasn't lived he the life emperor? that he wanted was he to. King? No, he was just he was the pirate king. You know what I mean? He but that doesn't mean that he ruled people. It just means that he was like the oh, figurehead. Really? Yeah, okay. he's like the boss pirate. You know? Okay. What does the One Piece do? We don't know yet. It's just a tr- it's the treasure in the Grand Line. We don't know what. No one's found it yet. Luffy's gonna find it's it. It's like though. the ultimate treasure. Yeah. But what is the ultimate treasure? Friendship, love, I think. Family? I think it might be a note that says the journey. Do you think? One piece. And I only I only say this just because Neville has. <laughs> it totally would. <laughs> Neville has helped find and destroy a Horcrux, maybe because he's actually been able to accomplish locating. Oh, <laughs> something that's hidden. Yeah, but Luffy has a solid, like you know, because of Luffy, he is able to like. He has the best navigator in the sea, you know what I mean? And who he also turned that person into a comrade. I will say, Luffy, while he does operate for his friends, mm-hmm. operates a lot for himself. Yeah. It's his goals. That's and it's people of... working towards his goals. Neville, yeah. selfless as hell. Neville's like, yo, I'm gonna help Harry Potter and I might die, but I love my my friends are like his friends. Hogwarts has become his family, the family he never had. Similar to Harry, these are two characters, yeah. like we said, very very similar right. backgrounds. Who they are, and but he isn't like, well, I'm going to be this leader now. He's like because of his selflessness, because of his his courage to fight for others, and because of his heart. That's why he's able to pull the sword of Gryffindor out. Not because he's like, I want this sword because I'm great. He's like, I need this to protect people. So he's yeah, very that. much more, I feel like he's much more of a selfless fighter. Well, yeah. at the same time, at the same time, we can't ignore Luffy's origin, right? Oh, Luffy, oh yeah, let's the, compare the, origin the reason stories. Why, important. This, the, is important. this is actually the reason why he's actually set out on sale to find One Piece and become the Pirate King. Because as a kid, his idol is like kind of his, his like, the, his mentor basically uh is like the person he looked up to uh is shanks uh and shanks is one of uh the shishibu guy uh now he's one of the yonko uh and he's which is like the top four basically strongest people in the world mm-hmm. uh and shanks uh like he luffy took the gungum fruit from shanks and accidentally ate it because he was like it's oh it's funny but he was a little kid like luffy almost drowned because he didn't know you know and shanks went out to save him a giant sea monster came and like shanks like well, sacrifice his arm to save Luffy. And because of that, Luffy made a promise to Shanks and that's like uh, Shanks gives him the straw hat. Uh, and he makes oh. that promise that one day he's going to be stronger than Shanks and, uh, and to like make it up to him, he's going to give the hat back. Oh, I did not know that was, cause I remember the whole origin story. Cause that's pretty early on in one piece. Yeah, I remember like the first seeing episode. that in the manga. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, oh my gosh, I did not know that the whole point was for him to give the hat back. Yeah. He's like, when, I, when I'm strong enough to beat mm. you, I'm going to give you this hat back. All right. So I have one question before we throw this to scenarios. And it's just because I'm not convinced yet. I understand that Monkey D. Luffy is a, an incredible character. So I'm not questioning that. Okay. But Neville Longbottom is, in many ways, one of the best characters from our generation's Star Wars. Right? Like yeah. Harry Potter mm-hmm. is... Uh, the 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 literature the f- nonfiction that really is our generation yeah yeah I mean and and uh, you've brought up to me uh, outside I don't think it's been noted here but One Piece is the biggest anime so it is it the is, number one anime is, in Japan it is massive My it's Hero Academia is like slowly dethroning it but yeah. for ten years ten years probably more I know for sure ten it was like the number one it's a massive franchise yeah yeah Harry Potter I believe is a slightly larger franchise at least worldwide. But they're both very big franchises if you like compare just yeah. their value. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter as well. didn't get a terrible dub. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> here's a, a real question, though, that I need me, you me, to me, convince me. me of. Because, and it goes a little bit with 
about uh I do think the goals and the morality of what Neville Longbottom's doing is and has done in his story is slightly more worthwhile than One Piece. Not to say that he uh, that Monkey D. Luffy is not doing anything great while he's traveling the world, but it is very like a personal he's doing something for himself. Yes, and the, the, no. not that that's a bad thing. You should be allowed to do things for yourself. You totally, should, you should be allowed to want to be dreams, the best. Yeah, right. Like, like right. Ash Ketchum, your career goals, being uh, the king of the pirates. Yeah, something we're not that knocking Ash Ketchum for wanting to be the best Pokemon trainer in the world. Something that so I would say that, that would have been a good in. fight. The two of them. I know for real. Though. <laughs> well, if he if Monkey wins today, that's what's happening. Oh yeah. my god! Something that I would say um, that we didn't get to touch on is like, yes, he is going out to set for One Piece, but that's not his only goal. On his travels, he is like he is doing. He is choosing to help these certain right. people. He's reunites kingdoms. He's he is literally brought back a sky, a forgotten sky uh, uh, island. Very uh, much like Ash Ketchum. Like he goes on these journeys to go to the gyms. And then, he but stops, along the way, he, he does slavery. Not stops slavery, but he like when he saw slavery. Yeah. Like he he punched the freaking the Tenryu Pito right in the face, and it became like really more wanted because he did. He was like, "This is wrong," and like you know, he's that's pretty good. Yeah, that's I like good. punching slavery that. in the face. That's yeah, pretty, that's good. That's pretty. Yeah. Good. That's definitely a point that should have been <laughs> yeah. on that. Yeah. How old is he? Uh, when he starts off on his journey, I believe seventeen. I think now there's been uh, there's a two year time skip and plus some. Adva- I think he's twenty one now. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because I was unsure. Because if you look at him, he could be a ten year old. Like shonen. twelve. Yeah. yeah. Just like anyone. Yeah. Which again isn't necessarily a knock against the character. The thing, the thing to be that's so special about Neville Longbottom is being a part of the Harry Potter franchise. He started out as this young boy, and you get to grow up with him. And by the end, he's an, a man. And then you even see after his journey, his heroic adventure is done. You see like what he does, and he he's basically like a horticulturist. Like he's teaching. He becomes a professor. Magical plants. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, has, he pursues his dreams. Yes. Yeah. What What is Monkey's end game? Like, Ooh. what do what do how do you grow with Monkey on his journey in the way that you can with Neville? Well, Luffy has gone through experiences where he himself is challenged with his morals, and he has to grow from it too. Um, he has been, you know, come to like he had to. And there's been a, a moment where he had to fight his own crewmate because he he made a decision that the crewmate like didn't like, you know he we wanted to get rid of their ship to get a new ship and Usopp who gave him the ship was like this is wrong blah blah blah, um like it, it, Luffy not only like like he is like super knowledgeable mm-hmm. now he like knows the seas he's got he's it's I feel like we're comparing street smarts to yeah. like book smarts because Luffy grows he's not powerful in the beginning he's not he literally changes uh, and pushes himself to the limit um, not both physically and uh, like charismatically and like you know through pe- the people he engages with his where Luffy grows is like is the bonds that he makes like the bonds help shape who he is how often does he solve problems without fighting there's been a couple times. <laughs> There's been like a couple a, times. How many episodes of One Piece are? You know what I mean? Uh, but uh, he does. He does. It's not just... only. The only reason I ask is because you brought up, like, you know, arguing with friends, which is something a lot of people can relate to. But, like, he has to fight that person. Just because of that's the, fight. the world he's in. He does, yeah, he does fight. But, like, he ends up just, like, he's, like, taking it. You know what I mean? Okay. Um. And he's kind of a diplomat. He's pretty like he's like a he's like a war leader, dude. Like think about it like that. Like okay. he not like a war leader, but like he's like a, 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 like battle smarts. Like he knows how to tactics. Yes, 
Yeah. I got to tell you, I wish we've said this so many times. We're doing it today after we're done with this episode. We need to, we have this concept for a tiebreaker, but we've never made it. Okay, let's do it. Oh, we need to do that. Well, we don't, we need, we need it pre-made. And the way it's going to work is we would have a bunch of like scenarios from all over fiction, like whatever problem had to be solved in this story or that. And we would pull them at random and whoever gets three points first would win. We need to make that because I, I feel a little bit like, you or I are a little bit more on Neville's side. Tell me if a you're... A little bit. Yeah. Just because, like, Neville doesn't have all these abilities. He can't... He's not someone who rallies. Like, he doesn't have... I feel like Luffy has so much going for him, but Neville achieves so much with so little. And in, in a lot of ways that typically characters don't in stories, but at the same time, I'm not so strongly for it yeah, that I'm willing really to be like, hard. well, it's two against one here. Right, Especially it's we don't, real tough. We don't want to have to ever well, be on think, a like, majority rule. Like, We're Luffy always also a way started to off with like nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? He also came from like he literally had nothing. You know, and Luffy like his freaking brother dies in front of him. You know what I mean? Like he it's he sees a lot of death like mm-hmm. around him. He he feels all these feelings still, and he like he he looks like the standard shonen character, but he goes through a lot internally as well. All right, let's do a couple of weird scenarios. Okay, let's do that. I feel like we've talked enough about yeah, we've, this is, so we've now spent, We have dived into these characters. We've now spent 25 minutes talking about one match, which is no. now makes the Ash Ketchum-Sydney Bristow match look like nothing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. What is something I've had to do recently? Um, you know, you know some people that just moved recently. You helped. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that before. Which character would you rather have you help move? That seems like that's a Luffy point, right? That's a definite yeah. Luffy point. He'd be he all gung ho like, about it. Yeah. He'd heavy lift. He would be super gung ho. I think yeah. Neville would be like, I think Neville would be kind of the person when you move, be like, hey, let me help you get lunch and stuff too. Like he would, he would know where He'd his physical sandwiches. limits is. He would know where his physical limits mm-hmm. are, where Luffy could like physically limit like to the moon and back. He could just carry everything mm-hmm. and be super gung ho about that and just putting it down and being like, I did it. I feel like Neville would be like, Hey, I mean, I don't know if I can, he'd help you organize. Maybe he'd like cover your meal for the day and just, yeah. Although, oh, like we can't disregard the fact again, Neville has magic. That is true. He could move you like that. Yeah. He could put it all into like one of those purses. He could levitate and then just apparate to the new location and then go like that. And it's all out. Like he could do it. That's true. Easily as as well as Luffy could. That is true. That is true. That's a good point. I did not think I was. Shoot. We forgot about magic. (laughs) We really talked about magic. Uh, This is a really tough one. Darn it. This is a really tough one. What's uh, uh, what are some other weird things we've done? What else? I um, uh, I don't know. You know, Kelly had a great one last week, so let's do that one again. Which is, you have to serve divorce papers. Oh god, to your significant other, but you are not going to go do it. You're going to have someone else. Someone else is going to go do it. You're not. We're not picking the person who is going to go deliver the divorce papers. You're picking like your companion in the car. Like who's going to be there with you? Neville. Yeah, I would say Neville because Luffy like. I mean, he'd be good too. Yeah. He'd be good. I feel like Luffy would be really gung ho about it, but I feel like Neville might be a little bit more emotionally grounded and be like, "Hey, yeah, it's all gonna be good." Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. This hmm. is we. This is the most stumped I've been on this show. Maybe. No way! No Look, way! Look, Luffy's an amazing character, but the problem is, so is Neville. Yeah, but like, oh man. <laughs> okay, here's a scenario. And I'm not saying oh, Neville's better. God. I'm just saying, like, I personally don't feel yeah. stronger 
you have owe, one? Yeah. Okay. Okay, you owe a debt to someone. Mm-hmm. You owe a debt to one of these characters. Who do you think is going to, and like, you just can't pay it off. You lost all the money. Or like, they lent you something like their most valuable possession. Who do you think, like, who would you, who would not be mad at you more? Like, I, I mean, guess, Neville, probably, but Luffy would also like, try to help you like, get it back. Even if it was like, Luffy, like, say Luffy lent you his hat. And then you lost it. And then... <laughs> oh, he would go to the ends of the world to find it. I know, but, like, would he be mad at you? What would your relationship... What Would would you feel bad? Luffy like, lent you the One Piece. He, he lent you the One Piece. He, let, he found he the One Piece. He let you borrow it. He lent you the One Piece. He let you borrow it for the weekend, <laughs> show it off to your friends, post about it on Instagram, and now you lost the One Piece. Or I guess, like, yeah, who would you not want to be in trouble with? Like, if you had a fight with someone. I mean, probably Luffy. I probably wouldn't want to be in trouble with Luffy. He would be pretty mad. Neville would probably be like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> My only hang up Let's hear it. is that like, I feel like Luffy is so OP across the board. He's like almost perfect. He has some flaws. Like I get it. And he, he has growth, but like if he has like physical strength, he has like the ability to really connect with like, if he has superhuman ways to connect with people and to resonate with people and to inspire people. And I, I did a motion where I moved back and forth for my mic. So that might sound weird um, <laughs> to emphasis, uh, to emphasize, but yeah, I just feel like Luffy's really just OP'd across the board, which is interesting. Cause I sort of go back and forth on that fact as well. Like the, we talked about this with the doctor. Yeah. Is that a good or a bad thing? Cause at the end of the day, this is the ultimate fictional character That's show. True. Yeah. Like, it feels like, oh, well, they're OP, but once you start to think about it, there's so many OP That's true, like, Sailor Moon is pretty OP. And if it makes you feel better, like, Luffy has, like, lost, like, terribly lost. Like, you know, he... That's true. I'm forgetting the arcs were like, yeah, yeah. he does get his butt kicked. He literally, like, he gets gets beaten so up so bad, his whole team gets separated. Like, his whole team gets separated because he wasn't strong enough. Like, they weren't strong enough. And then they... It's crazy. What house would Luffy be in? And don't immediately answer... Hufflepuff. No, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a Gryffindor. He's a Gryffindor. You don't, you don't think he's a Slytherin because mm-hmm. everything he's doing is like, it's, you can be a good Slytherin. He seems incredibly ambitious. It seems like his defining trait is ambition because he wants to get the one piece and be the king of pirates. Yeah, that's it true. It feels like he's a Slytherin. But I don't think... You he, could be a good Slytherin. I know, I know. I'm Look, I know a lot of great Slytherins, but I don't <laughs> think he is. I hey. think like, like uh, you know... He, him trying to get to one piece that's his goal but like him helping all these other people he's not doing it because he knows it's gonna he doesn't it's not gonna he doesn't think it's gonna better him he's doing it because like he they he thinks that like like they're good people you know mm. what i mean and like they deserve a better opportunity in life. it's hard because i feel like i feel like he makes a lot of these great points and i do think that i maybe have a bit of a bias towards neville because i have such an attachment to the character and I that's have, since i don't have yeah. that for luffy have Luffy. seen One Piece, have, and so I am resonating with a lot you're saying. I haven't seen later One Piece where he gets all these like heart connection abilities and whatnot, but I do. Uh, he is a pretty, pretty solid, pretty good character. And like we said, there's a reason why both these characters belong to really, really awesome franchises. This is a really tough fight. It is a tough fight. If you guys decide, if we agree. That Luffy is, is not the ultimate fic. I think like all these points are leading to like the ultimate fictional character, yeah. and like I just think that Luffy is an old more ultimate character than Neville. And I'm really trying not to be biased. I've read all of Harry Potter. I love it. If you know, I think Harry has a better chance against. Uh, I think Hermione has a better chance. You know against what? Luffy. So what you just said gave me a new a new thought. Mm. Okay, I wouldn't watch a whole series just about Neville. 
Like oh, Neville, that's, that's a great, that's a good, yeah. As an assist, everything he does is that's true. Is supporting everyone else, but once he was on his own, although like I love what he wants to go do on his own and be happy, he doesn't carry a story in the way that Luffy D Monkey probably can. Monkey D Luffy, yeah, or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, Monkey D. Luffy. Can. I, I'm with you on that. Like, I'm trying. Not, I, I feel like I'm like, I'm well, just. That, what I'm saying here is I think. I think you might win. I think he might win, actually. Yeah. I think I think Monkey D. Luffy Because if, yeah, if you win. add that into it, yeah. being like, especially the ultimate fictional character, also story is a big part of that. They may have a compelling character story, but yeah. could they hold each of them holding their own story on their own? Luffy tops yeah. that. Because it's just. Like something I was talking to Matt about before we recorded this episode too is we have a lot of anime characters that are doing very well, but something we have to consider too is well, in their very nature, the stories of like a lot of especially shown in anime is like yeah. world ending, apo- like yeah. superpower stuff. So like once you start comparing them to each other, it sort of seems less important. Whereas like Neville is like this very particular character. And He's a very, great character. He is, but he he doesn't drive the story. Yeah, which. Like I'd say he's up there with like Samwise and Tails as like I some of so the too. best yeah, sidekicks. Yeah, best assist. Yeah, but he's not the lead. I feel bad. I I don't want to like be like I'm not trying to bully us into a decision. But no, if you no, guys legitimately, not. if you guys legitimately think that Neville deserves to go further, I will be. I will support you. I wish almost that this were a later game match. Yeah, and that they both had won a few matches at this point. Yeah, I don't want to kick Neville. I just want to hurt him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but no, like, I mean, I think up until now, and the reason this dragged out is that I was fairly on the fence and leaning more towards Neville, but at no point was I like, well, clearly this character's better. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah. So I've been trying to find, because you, you clearly think Luffy is better. Like it seems so clear. That's why I'm trying to figure out, like, I gotta, I gotta be able to square that. Yeah. And now thinking about just like, I, who can lead a, a series? Like I just, that's a, yeah. Neville, like, I, Neville doesn't have the capability to mm-hmm. do that. Who would you want your your D and D party? I, I mean, guess I, they they both be pretty great. Yeah, Luffy would be your tank. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Because Luffy's your mage. basically in a D and D party. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, true, that's yeah. true. That's <laughs> very true. I I would be willing. I think I would be willing at this point to hand to, it over. Yeah, to to move it over to. I to think so too. It's yeah, Luffy. it's Luffy. This feels. This feels. I feel weird about this win, but but that's sort of how I felt about it with the doctor after the doctor beat Korra. Yeah, that was a tough oh, one. That was I a tough bet one. That was, that was really tough. That was yeah. a very hard that's one. The Avatar versus the Doctor. At first, it was the Avatar versus Korra. It was Aang it's versus Korra. Oh gosh! Wait, how did Aang lose? Korra's a. You'll listen to the episode. Korra's. I think we just just Korra's just had a better personal journey. I think. Yeah. She- well, let's go to our next round. Oh boy, uh, guys. Coming up right now, we have the amazing, eco-friendly hero, Captain Planet, versus the bounty hunter, destroyer of Metroids and Ridleys, Samus Aran. Boy. Oh, man. Both of these characters are important to me in various ways. Yeah. So sometimes we throw out, and you didn't, you totally didn't do this. Uh, We're supposed to just let people know about implicit biases we may or may not have. Uh, (laughs) Samus is my main in Smash, has been for 20 years. So got to make sure people are aware. Uh, Also, Metroid is like one of my absolute favorite series. Been playing it since NES. Absolutely love Metroid. 
Then again, I'm a huge Phil Collins fan. Not actually, but he did write the theme song to Captain Planet, he which did. is awesome. That was Phil Collins? <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, fun fact. Oh. Uh, it's got Cap- Oprah Winfrey in there. Very Genesis. We've got, yeah. Uh, Oprah Winfrey? Yeah, she's the voice of Gaia. What? Yeah. Wow. She's Gaia. And then you have uh, Kwame is voiced by uh, Reading Rainbow and uh, Lamar, Burton? Lamar Mar Burton. Yeah, that's Kwame. There was a lot that. of famous voice Lamar. Wait, Lamar Burton. No, Lamar, Lamar Burton. Burton. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of famous voice actors that have come on and been uh, Captain Planet characters. Let me pull it up really quick. Lamar Burton is. This is, yeah, yeah. So awesome. this is huge. Uh, this also is counts towards our Captain Planet argument because they all make up Captain Planet. Yeah. So here's okay. the cool thing about Captain Planet, and this is a weird like we don't typically get into scenarios right away, but here's a scenario for you. Of these two characters, if sorry, you- Whoopi Goldberg was Gaia, not Oprah Winfrey. Nice. Oh yeah, that's dope. That's really dope. Yeah. Also, that's Tim Curry, Jeff Goldblum, Meg Ryan, all Who's voiced. Who's Tim Curry? He one is. Of the bad guys? He, he's one of the bad guys. Yeah. He's Mal. T- uh, Jeff Goldblum is a bad guy. Yeah, Meg Ryan Wait. was Doctor Blythe. Who is Jeff Goldblum? He is uh, Verminius. Oh, hi. He was. Uh, Oh gosh, I just clicked on him, but his name, I think he was the, he was Verminia Skunk. I think he was kind of the ratty looking oh, guy. Dang. Man, we need Captain Planet. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Is so, if one of these characters man. existed in real life, who do you want it to be? And right now, it would have to be Captain Planet. Well, do either of you watch OKKO? I need to. I've no. been meaning to watch It's a fantastic, that. fantastic series on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy, Ian, behind the series loves to pay homage to a bunch of old classic cartoons. There was actually a Halloween featurette that featured, I don't know if you know this Scooby-Doo movie, but Scooby-Doo, uh, Shaggy and Scooby go teach at a ghoul school full yeah. of female ghouls yeah. who are the daughters of these famous movie monsters. Yeah. Uh, they brought them all back and a lot of the original voice actors for this one Halloween special with what? the main character Enid. And then there was one, uh, there was, there was a whole Captain Planet episode where they brought back, they brought back, uh, um, LeVar Burton to play Kwame uh-huh. and they bought back the original voice actor of Captain Planet and the whole episode and Dr. Blight but it's not voiced by Meg Ryan but the whole episode is about and it's really sad at the end because there's like all this pollution so they have to work together as a team to summon Captain Planet because that's the whole big thing is you have to be a team in order to summon Captain Planet if you're not working together as a team if it's not all five forces working together he can't be summoned and at the end uh KO is like, great, well, Captain Planet, why can't you just turn into a tornado and suck up all the pollution in the world? And there's a really heavy delivery by LeVar Burton and Captain Planet that is basically like, we tried doing that a long time ago and nobody listened to us. And now the planet's in a state where we really can't do much to help it anymore. Our planet's dying. Our time to help it has ended. But you can do little things every day to just help keep it alive. And you're like, okay, cool. This is a kid's show. Uh." But yeah, like we need Captain Planet today more than ever. Oh my God. It's really, and you're like, this is a show for kids. It's on air right now. Okay, oh KO God. also did a gun control episode. It's a very good series. I highly recommend it. It's very much a product of its time and a very. I'm excited. Hector awesome raves about it. I've been yeah. meaning to watch it. Now, all of that being said, if the earth turns into a toxic wasteland, there's only one person who I could manage would survive that wasteland. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. Samus Like, Samus. <laughs> Has survived so so many alien planets that are just toxic and inhospitable to all life. Like alien races wiped out. Samus rolls in, no problem. Exosuit, yep. 
I yeah. got this. Like Phazon, it is toxic waste that is destroying the planet. It, it, it's got radiation everywhere. Samus, no problem. Captain Planet, not good with toxic waste. Yeah, he can Very take care of it, but it will destroy him. Yes. Just like all of us, it hurts us, you know? He's like, oh, also, he why? requires a group to exist. Samus rides solo. That is that's true. A great, the one time that's she, a big weakness. Yeah, the one time <laughs> Samus did ride solo. I mean, I think solo. Captain Planet does exist in the ether. I think he is almost with us like the Holy Spirit. Captain like Planet Nature. is with us all around <laughs> us. Um, it, is only, it is only when the five rings distributed by Gaia are used that he is then summoned into being and used to help. I'm sure he's trying to do his best to help otherwise, but like these rings are his summoning tools kind of deal. She's mother earth. Is he the son of earth? That's a good, yeah, the, the father, the son of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> is Earth Jesus. Yeah. Is environmental Jesus. Is, is Captain Planet Jesus? I mean, because, uh, yeah, Gaia, I think Gaia and Captain Planet <laughs> are just friends. <laughs> I think, I think Gaia, yeah, Gaia, Mother Earth, or Earth, I think Captain Planet is kind of this amalgamation of earth because he's he's all five elements combined because mm, when he's yeah. summoned if you see his animation he is summoned by all five elements combining together he is water another earth, avatar fire oh, yeah. but he's got heart <laughs> yeah yeah well that's that's what the, like the, the avatar has the spirit heart. Okay. avatar that's has true. the spirit connection oh that's true it's the only that's one that's true. energy yeah. into so, the spirit realm man yeah. avatar versus it's, it is <laughs> captain it is planet. yeah the captain planet is essentially the avatar, the avatar yeah, yeah. Except a, you have to summon him. He's like know, a spirit like, avatar. And he's got a really great mullet. Even like kids today know who Captain Planet is, you know? And and he's, he's, it was like, I didn't even think about it until I grew up that the bad guys were like, big companies? Yeah. 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 Um, Corpos. Like they were subliminal messaging way before I even knew what that was. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Well, also, too, like, way. you have to think, Samus Aaron, kind of going back to what we, we, had with monkey d luffy and uh samus i mean monkey d luffy and neville go on uh samus kind of doing stuff for herself bounties kind of working for herself a little bit well so that's a weird thing because because as much as samus is always called a bounty hunter she's very like Like not doing bounties she's most of the time like saving people or like she's like saving planets or like stopping evil aliens she's not she's not a bounty hunter like uh, Boba Fett. Yeah. Right, right. Right? Yeah. Like, she's getting, she's stopping evil space pirates who wiped out an entire race, including her own parents. parents yeah. Like, it's a little bit different. It's, uh, I think, I almost think, like, the whole bounty hunter thing is sort of a thing that was tagged onto the character. That's like calling created. Mario a plumber. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, oh, yeah, I can see that, yeah. It's, like, not relevant. In fact, like, the most... One of the most story-driven games, which is like the worst one they've ever done, Metroid Other M. Oh yeah, it's like I she's that not one. really like a bounty hunter. She's like working with like the intergalactic military. Yeah, she's like, even though she's like ex-military, she's still like friends with them and stuff, and still working with right. them. Right? Is like she's more like a mercenary. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. A, that's a better word. Yeah. Right. Like a solo agent for the military. Yeah. And not that we love war either. <laughs> like yeah. not that yeah. being in war, like being a soldier, is great, but also like no one's gonna knock Captain America or Captain Marvel for it, which. She has a lot in common with Captain Marvel. She has alien blood inside mm-hmm. her, which is what gives her her like physical ability and prowess to be able to use the uh, power suits. Yeah, uh, you know to be able to perform the jumps and withstand the the it reminds me like, of, like, turn into uh, a ball, turn into a ball. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like the Spartan program in uh, Halo. 
Yeah, it is very bit. much like a Spartan. Which they took, you know, yeah. if technically they yeah. did it after, so. Also, they both do culturally important things. And I, I will say, if we're talking about cultural impact, Captain Planet's more important, although in mm. some ways he sort of failed. <laughs> Ooh. No, Ooh. Captain Planet didn't fail. We failed Captain Planet. <laughs> we failed him. Ooh, ouch! But you know, I know, like, I know what Christian's saying though, because you know the reveal uh, when you see that cutscene with uh, Samus and you see that uh, that she is a woman. That was a gaming. Big deal. That is that yeah. was huge. That was, that was a big deal. That's been noted as like one of the most like it's a really amazing moment in feminism in video games too, because it wasn't like. You play. You loved Samus because of who Samus was, not because Samus was a boy or a girl. Because Samus had a really cool gun, could roll up into a little ball, fought Ridley. Here's a little Metroid. Uh, you loved that character, and it was a really pivotal moment. And like being a video gamer, this is such a hard fight for me because my nostalgia loves Captain Planet. My my feminist video game self loves Samus because it it showed like uh, really really powerful characters. They don't need gender like. You can, yeah. You don't. It doesn't matter who's underneath the suit. It doesn't matter. It's really great that it's Samus and that she's a woman. But like, it wasn't like people were like, "This game features a woman underneath the suit." When they were marketing right. it, and when the game is first talked to you, like Samus Aran is a woman underneath the suit. You wonder too, like, had that been in like, say, there was like a prologue to the game and an intro to the game where uh, that was mentioned, would people have responded to that mm. game more or less? Because there was not a lot of uh female leads that you played as in video games even today that's still a right. really big problem people are so deterred by female leads still which is unbelievable we saw what was the name pixel ripped we saw a game pixel ripped yes. and the main character is very like samus inspired and mm -hmm. it was like made by this woman developer who has like a team i think she said like half of her team, team is, is like all yeah it's all in women, Brazil, yeah, which is woman. like really cool samus is always one of my absolute favorite characters um but she's going against Captain Planet. Captain Planet is awesome. He's very cool. He can shapeshift. Yeah, he delivers yeah. a moral message that is that is That's true, yeah. Well, I mean, like actually everything you just said is also a moral, a moral message, message yeah. for, for, <laughs> for our, Sam. Yeah, yeah. and it, the thing about so, I don't think that's Samus's point of existence. It's not, but that's the th it's like in our society and it, actually that should go for Captain Planet too. Yeah. Because realistically, if we were a good society, we wouldn't need Captain Planet and the fact that Samus is a woman shouldn't matter. Yeah. But we do live in that society and both of those things are huge problems. This is yeah. so tricky. So it's it's hard I it's hard to decide because outside of America, also no one's gonna know who Captain Planet is. Yeah, so it's like in America, true. I would guess more people if I said Captain Planet are gonna know that name than Samus. But worldwide, it's probably a toss-up, and Samus has had a huge impact, especially for women in games who like are always not being represented. Yeah, and like not everyone's like, oh, I don't want to play that game because it's got a female lead. Like, uh. And then for the, yeah, like I said, for there to be a woman underneath the suit and nobody, like, it didn't, like the fact that it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Samus was just super cool. It could have been a guy. I think been a, a lot girl. of people thought of it as like a bonus because yeah. it defied expectations. Exactly. Right, right, yeah. Right. But it just was like, you're playing as this character. Gender doesn't matter as long as it's a good video game character and it's a fun game. Like, as long as you connect with the story, like that's all that matters. Representation does matter in video games, but like, like someone who's underneath, like Master Chief, could all of a sudden pull off his helmet one day and be like, "It's me, a woman." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I gotta say, I love Captain Planet, and I think from a 
concept point, Captain Planet might be a better character than Samus. But actually, when you look at the character, because he fails to be able to exist for more than a moment, and he's so easily deterred because of toxicity, yeah. like it's, it's sort of easy to defeat Captain Planet. That's true. But I mean, okay, like, are we getting into like story wise here? Because man, if he was, if he was, if Captain Planet was godlike, if he was super OP. And he did not need to be summoned. He didn't have any weaknesses. There wouldn't really be a Captain Planet show because the show is not just... A, I mean, now I'm getting into the show. Captain Planet is supposed to be the best of you. He's not just the right. Earth. Oh, He's supposed to be who you can be, saving the Earth, helping other people. But we're only so good. We're only good at like when someone's like, we got to clean up. We can only do it for a short while and then we stop. That's why he disappears <laughs> all the time. <laughs> He also teaches us about gang violence and don't do drugs. This is a tough one, though. Yeah, he man. was a bit of a narc. Yeah, he kind of was. He was kind of. He was not. Yeah, if you ever hecked up, because I think there was an arc where like Wheeler dipped out and Captain Planet was real disappointed. Oh, I remember that. He was real disappointed. Well, because he wouldn't be able to exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, also because he's like, he's like, this is my team. Like, you're supposed to be the yeah. Planeteers. Like, you are. I guess kind of like Jesus, my disciples carrying yeah. out my good, good planet saving word. <laughs> please, <laughs> please don't betray me. Oh, it's I'm hard. a toss up, dude, because I think both of them are pretty, pretty freaking. I mean, I almost characters. wish we had, I almost wish we had, I know we were talking about it right before the podcast. I almost wish we had Metroid 4 to, yeah, to Metroid see, no. Metroid 5 form to see what Samus' story is. I gotta tell that. you, I'm leaning more towards Samus for a variety of reasons. Number one, in any kind of like everyday scenario, Captain Planet's really cool, but he'd be such a bore. He's such a goody-goody. He really is. He's, like, he's such lawful a goody -goody. good. He like, is lawful good. And not even in the way that, like, Neville's, Neville has an amazing heart. He's such a good guy, but he knows how to party. Yeah, he knows he how really to have does. a party. Like, yeah. he could have a good time, whereas Captain Planet would be like, like you're, <laughs> you're at a party. Yeah, pick that up. <laughs> I think Samus would be dope to get a drink with. Yeah, Samus oh, goes to rad, a bar. Yeah. Heck yeah. Oh, my God. Captain gosh. Planet would be like, you know, alcohol just causes disruption in your body, and you should, I don't know. drink some clear water. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> some healthy water. Yeah, it, it, he definitely would. He's a, a he's a little bit of a prude. He's a little bit of a prude. He would just make me feel bad all the time. Yeah, <laughs> and it's point. it's on us for that. But like, uh, in a way, because he's a reflection of society. That makes him a worse character today because we're because worse we today than we used to be. Yeah, we so failed in a way, him. if Captain Planet loses, so we as a society have lost. And we're doing our best. Like we're not using straws anymore. You know, like <laughs> I mean, throw me a bone. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna be real Debbie Downer here. Like it's one of those things where the majority of, uh, like we can we can reduce our as human as individuals we can reduce our waste as much as we want. We can compost. We can get rid of straws. But the majority of the pollution that's being created that's really harming the planet is by big corporations who are, who are now with the cancellation of the Paris Accord are now really fighting against right. like yeah. any kind of environmental restriction and environmental kind of safetyness. Right. And, no. those, and those corporations are the ones feeding also the culture of consumption. They're not building things that are sustainable. Exactly. Like right. We could right. be using less reusable products if there were products that weren't reusable. And that's why they were the bad guys in Captain Planet because it wasn't everyday people littering that hurts the planet. It's big corporations. It's big corpos. And it's Captain Planet trying to say like, hey, 
like you said, subliminal messaging. Hey, kids, look what these big people are doing to your planet. See, yeah. that's cool because it's like Captain Planet's cool because he's telling us to be better. But like from a character standpoint, who's a better character? It's like, well, Samus would be like, okay, cool. You guys have a problem. Like, I'm going to get in there yeah. and help you solve Captain, it. Captain, I will agree with that. Uh, Captain Planet is very much one note. He's very much like, like a very, hello, do this, kids. Right. I'm an inv- instructor, environmental person yeah very much like yeah it's great to an extent but like if we needed someone to bust in doors really good puns he i I will give him that he's got a strong pun game like cool it yeah (laughs) looks like you guys need to freeze (laughs) (laughs) he's fun in that way but yeah definitely not the kind of person you're like let's go to a movie captain planet i don't think that's environmentally sustainable also (laughs) it sounds crazy to say but i think samus would win in a fight samus has weapons of every like elemental kind she'd kick his butt and just toxic weapons oh Oh, no she she has phase on like done I I'm, I'm I feel I like I like to live in the mindset that I hope that they would be buds because he'd be I like oh be you're buds. from outer space ah oh, sick I'm Earth we need help <laughs> please I'm sure yeah. the team of the century Captain I think the way we the way Samus the way these like these fights work out because like they're always generally good people sometimes we'll have a villain but it's like she just sees she sees the bad Captain Planet and he and he would see like one of the bad you know she, yeah. he would see like a Ridley character he would see Dark Samus. <laughs> spreading phase on everywhere oh gosh <laughs> ruining the ruining the universe yeah oh god this is one of the toughest episodes I think we've ever had I, I think don't know. I'm gonna have to go with Samus too. I'm gonna have to go with Samus too. Yeah, just because. I feel like Samus. CP's a little one note. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, and you could fight a Samus and be Samus. Anyone can be Samus. Anyone can be Samus. You can be Samus, just like Captain Marvel. That's what the yeah. powerful message of Captain Marvel is. Like you can be Captain Marvel. So yeah, just like you Spider-Man. can be Spider-Man. Just like Miles Morales. You can wear the mask. And we get exactly. Um, sorry, Captain Planet. It's okay. We uh, we messed up. We we we, we <laughs> let you down. The power, have a pun for us. the power is yours. The power is yeah. The power is yours. No longer ours. We oh, failed you. Oh man, this is a uh, well. We made it to the final round okay. of Division Three. Look, just if you're gonna say that your goal is to take pollution down to zero and you don't accomplish it, you shouldn't be able to move on. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but just... it wasn't his job alone. <laughs> well, time to go to Division Three. Final round. I mean, we should just for the make, final spot. This is going to be fast. Monkey's going to lose, right? I'm all Samus. <laughs> yeah. Monkey D. Luffy versus Samus Aran. Let's go. All right. We've talked a lot about what these characters can do, so we should just jump into comparing them at this point. Okay. You know, we 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 know Samus. I like is, both these characters too, man. They're this both is, great. They're yeah. both very different. Yeah, yeah, very unique too. Originals. Mm-hmm. One's loud. One doesn't talk. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she is very. Uh, she efforts her own. She gets she gets stuff yeah. done. Uh, yeah, she, she does. Yeah, well read. She's always scanning things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she loves Where do we to start read? from this. Uh, you know, um, so both I mean, have been in several video games. <laughs> I think uh, I'll give the fight to Monkey yeah. here. I actually think still Neville could win in a fight because just there there are just impossible to block magic things Neville could do but Samus is conventional even her unconventional weapons none of them are one hit KOs yeah yeah whereas Luffy is super powerful so if in a pure power match it's gonna go to Luffy yeah I feel like I feel that too she put up a fight like she's strong I mean if she used his like if it was her and her ship against Luffy like that'd be pretty good yeah (laughs) well Luffy, I know he can fight back cannonballs not just that Luffy can also uh go into him (laughs) 
go into a mode where he uh, gear four, where he's able to make he his turns into fi- a car. <laughs> <laughs> he goes into rubber man mode where, um, and he can like make his fist into a he call, called King Kong yeah. gun, which is like a size of like a skyscraper fist, like rubber fist, so he can like. Punch but him. he wouldn't be able to do anything in space because in space, no one can uh, Physics works mm. like fluid, similar to like wa- like he would just fall. He wouldn't be able to control his body in space. That's very true. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you put them in each other's. Like in her element, he would be in a disadvantage. But I think in a cage match or in his element, he would win. So he still he would get the fight point, but it wouldn't be easy. It wouldn't. It would be a good fight. She would would put up a fight. She would fight to the death. Especially if she just blew up his ship, he would sink to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, that's true. But like I don't know, Luffy figured it out. Yeah, no, I I agree. He probably figured it out. It wouldn't be easy. It would not she be could something that Luffy has is like a domino kind of a thing where he has like a lot of luck too, though. Like he is very fortunate. And I think it's part of the will of D that hasn't been spoken mm. about that. They're very like, like, so, like fortune smiles upon. Them. Yeah. Like yeah. the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. No, very much like the doctor. No joke. Yeah. If, if that's what you call like the, do- I don't know. Like it's actually the doctor has been through some, some, some rough crazy, times, yeah. especially anyone that knows the doctor. Yeah. yeah. I will say this. Well, Sam, like they both, they both do have these supernatural abilities. Samus with her blood, uh, Monkey with eating some fruits mm-hmm. and his namesake and whatnot. But I think too. I think just where was I going with this? Oh, shoot, I had a point. I don't know. I was, well, I was, I was wondering. Right, where we're oh my gosh. I think I think Samus is a lot more like the suit doesn't define her. Her abilities oh. don't just define Metroid her. Metroid Fusion. Yeah, yeah, it's great. She's just she's just Sam. Like. Kind of like, oh, what am I thinking of now? Kind of like Iron Man. You take away Iron Man's suit, like uh, still Tony Stark. Still Tony Stark, yeah. but like he's still gonna fight. Like he still has that will. Billionaire playboy philanthropist. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The suit does not define Samus Aran. Yeah, yeah. Where I feel like Monkey's name and his abilities kind of define him. But he changes his like he his abilities. Technically well, I think shouldn't she just allow means him. like the fact that he has them. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we never we'll never know. <laughs> yeah, what is Monkey like without like if if you strip him of his powers? He's still yeah, a he's fighter. Just, he's, he's just an a dude. average Joe. Yeah, he would still have the Emperor's hockey though. He would still have like some of those abilities that. Even if you take away all of his yeah, abilities, he's still gonna have some abilities. of his abilities. Like it's just he's just a kid, <laughs> and she's just like he's just like a young guy, and she's just a woman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. These or let's say they're Zero both. Suit Samus woman. would whip his butt if he didn't have his his power. Well, even if it's not a fight. Yeah. Like, what's his deal? Because like, without what he has, he wouldn't be able to go on his journey, and his journey is very self fulfilling. Although he's doing good things on it. Um, that, dang, that's a good point. Like we, it's yeah. like when you strip these characters of the thing that makes them special, like what about them is still special. And that was sort of like, I think the thing with Neville that was making it hard at times, uh, with monkey as well. It's like, I was just like, it feels like there's something about him that's special regardless of magic, which yeah. is why we didn't talk about magic with him. Yeah. Right. Whereas with monkey, we are talking about his powers all the time. Yeah. Well, and the friendships he makes along the way. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but you bring that's a very good point, dude. That's a really strong point. Um, you know, and if he didn't have his powers, he wouldn't have been able to go on this journey. He wouldn't even stand a chance. You know, although who knows? Because there are people in this world who don't have a, a powers but mm-hmm. train in other ways and have put up a big fight or whatever. Yeah, but without his name, without the power of D. The will of D. The will of D. (laughs) 
this is a non-explicit show. Uh, without his name, he probably wouldn't be able to succeed, though. Just it's it seems almost like he's a product of his circumstances. Yeah, it, it is, and it it's sort of a thing that, and it's why it didn't come up because they Neville had the same thing. There is like the prophecy chosen one, like product of a circumstance. That's mm-hmm. the perfect way to put it. Is Samus is in a way, but. I feel like the journey she goes on um, is more similar to Neville's and like, you know, it's more about tragedy. Mm-hmm. Whereas like monkeys is ambition. But yeah. she's like, she's trying to help the universe. And Luffy, you're right. Like Luffy is still like a pirate. Right. And she also like, I feel like Samus too knows if I get anybody else involved, like only I can do this. Only I can risk my own life. To go take down Redley. Only I could. That's why I think. I think, yeah, she kind of defects from the military because she doesn't agree with it. And also, too, that's why she doesn't go and make a bunch of friends yeah. and say, like, come team up with me. She says, nah, this is my fight. If I go down, I go down. Nobody else suffers for it. But if I succeed, everybody wins. That's, that's, that's actually. That's an interesting point, also, the defecting from the military, because the reason she's not in it is she doesn't agree with the military. She's not. She doesn't care about power and conquest. She doesn't want to rule in any way. So, like, all the power she gets. She utilizes like when she needs to as tools, mm-hmm. but she doesn't not to exercise them over people. Correct. Mm-hmm. And in fact, like we see her, she like loses them all the time. And it's just kind of like, OK, that's fine. I'll start over. Like I will claw my way back to like get whatever tools I need to solve my problem. But she's never like there. There hasn't been a game or any sort of fiction with Samus where you're just planet hopping to find new powers and to become like the ultimate to serve bounty hunter. yourself. Right. Yeah. There's never, there hasn't been anything that shows that. So I would say that that's a point in Samus's advantage over Rocky. That's true. That's true. But Luffy does like, he, he doesn't just bring anyone on, you know, he doesn't mm-hmm. just put an average show. He sees the potential in people and pushes people and, inf- and uh, inspires them to be like the absolute best they can be. But they're all still working in service of their own ambition, right? That they will achieve through him. Like Nami wants... She wants to uh, 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 chart the whole world. Sanji wants to find the all blues. Zoro wants to be the best swordsman. Um, you know, uh, no, uh, uh, Robin it's like she, to... Samus is just a bit more selfless is the point here. Yeah. Like he's... Even if he's helping other people, it's along the way. So it's good. He's not a completely like... He's not a jerk that's totally devoid of selflessness, yeah. but that's not his driving motivation. Mm. Her driving motivation is to... Make a better universe. Yeah, make it safer. So that the same thing that happened to her doesn't happen to anybody else. Right. She that's, won't, a, that's, that's a good point. It's, it's, something, it's something to consider. I'm um, considering. Don't if, worry, guys. I'm saying, no matter how this goes, I'm not going to be upset. Okay. I swear. Uh, I swear. This is actually... The conversation going slightly different than I anticipated. I thought this was actually going to be with, done. Yeah. With the but way we talked about point. monkey, I, I thought true. this was going to be pretty quick. Um, that's interesting. If I were playing Super Smash Brothers, which character would I use? Well, probably Samus. Well, she's in the game. <laughs> but uh, I know. Now Luffy's in his own fighting game. Jump Luffy's Force in coming out this year. He's also oh, in man. a Smash Bros. Shonen Jump game, basically. It's called man, uh, Jump Force. I really wish they would do a new version of that. Dude, I mean, there was the one for the PS4, but the best, better one was the one that they made for the 3DS. That's I got the, that oh, as yeah. a Japanese That's import. That's what I'm thinking And about. it's fantastic. I wish they would do a new version. Yeah, the, it's fantastic. Um, hmm. So... That's, I mean, like, 
they're both different. He's a brawler. Like if you were to put him in Smash Bros, he would literally be like me brawler. That's true. But I like I give the point to Samus because she can fight. She is a different fighter in her suit and outside of her suit. She's oh, not no. limited yeah. to her oh. suit. That's, yeah. very, That's very true. true. That's she uses all of her resources. True. Look, I wasn't thinking about you guys. I'm gonna say, stories. you guys have been. I think you guys have swayed me. Oh. Oh, I feel bad though. Oh no, yeah, you no, feel I feel bad. bad. I don't I think you bad. have to feel bad. I think this is this is why we have this show. I mean, you I guys, think this, I mean, we, this do is you really actually fun. feel confident that maybe Samus is the ultimate fictional character? I, over, I, think, I, I mean, look, you had to. Con- I had to consider the fact too that One Piece has been going on for twenty-one years now, and I mean, Samus. No way. Yeah, twenty-one years, nineteen ninety-seven, I believe. I might. It might oh be ninety-eight. My by gosh. Yeah. Um. So, and that's like manga chapter every week yeah for 21 years oda's been writing this uh which god thank you oda um <laughs> but samus has only had so many games um and we were able to get such a deep uh rich like game like genre breaking yeah. character from just the short amount of time we get to spend with her for a character that doesn't talk for a character that um you know like that is by by herself most of the time we get a lot this is a really good point yeah and she i think she too i think I think Samus has a lot more of an important historical and cultural impact. I think Luffy's a great culturally impacting character in that he is one of the most beloved and from the most beloved anime in Japan. But if you look at the history of video games, Samus is in a lot of records as being like the first canon, like yeah. in some books she's listed as like the first female, like lead of a video game. Yeah. yeah. And she, yeah. She's also it's one of the most deal. beloved Nintendo characters as There's well. There's been several shonen. I'll say this because yeah, I, mean, I don't like, think I don't think being a shonen like if it's a trope that it's a negative thing though like being going for twenty one years it's not necessarily a knock against it because like Pokemon anime has been going for twenty years also twenty one years yeah Ash the more is still on his journey but it it feels like it's exacerbated with One Piece because it's like Ash's journey resets and he's more of like a way for like new people to get into the series whereas like One Piece he's actually had this like one goal yeah. Well, it's a good goal. No, it, it, I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but that's like, that's a big undertaking. It is. What's gonna happen when it ends? I don't know. See, I, I, I think, think you're gonna. I think that's that's my hero They're gonna wait till my hero academia is in a real good place, and then they're gonna end one piece. Oh, dude! I mean, it's already in an awesome place. If you guys were reading the manga, it's so crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I think where, where I'm at too, when Luffy does eventually get one piece and become the pirate king what's he gonna do that's that is a good point is he gonna be like you know tired he's not gonna retire though i think the show will end with luffy um uh dying on uh getting his head chopped off on a guillotine but smiling that would be really weird that's real dark i would assume it ends with him giving the hat back after he gets the one that's that's a much lighter I think it ends with him giving the hat back and maybe you see that like maybe there's an epilogue where like the world has become a more yeah. benevolent Oh, that's place. better. That's much better. Um, I was with him. I, hi, I'm Matt Acevedo. I love One Piece. Also, I want this. Well, is how he would have, he would have <laughs> gone down like the same path as like Goldie Roger and like, I don't know. Well, that's and then true, they would true. start a sequel called uh, like Two Bun Piece or One Piece, One Piece, <laughs> two piece. Part piece two, Bikini. And yeah. they would have his son Bunky D. Luffy. <laughs> Oh God! No, that's Boruto. Yeah. <laughs> that's why my, my friend's Boruto. Um, Amanda, yeah. 
I, this is interesting. I didn't actually think I was quite there to just like say I was going to Samus when you started this, but like sort of giving it you up. You guys, I mean, but look, it feels like we I are. love Luffy, and I gave in that first fight against Neville. I didn't think I'd have to go all out. I went all out, and I'm like, I'm having. I don't know what else to say though, because you're bringing up really good flaws and really good strengths about Samus. That I can't argue with. Um, and Samus did a, a lot for the gaming industry. Granted, mm. so did One Piece, but I mean. Well, I think, if, if yeah. like, you know, like one place influenced a bunch of other shonens, but like Samus was like, is a, is a huge, I think, you know, it's w- with the time frame given, I think Samus has had a bigger impact. This is not what I thought was happening here today. I gotta be honest. This was you. a really, really intense. Match. I feel, I feel like we pushed the, for this, but I don't feel like we purposely did. I don't think I purposely pushed. I think the reason why I was so gung ho about Samus is like, all right, you know what? Yeah. Better than Captain Planet. I'm going to put all my coins in Samus's corner because of that. Like, because she's such a great character, because she's a really great character. Like the Captain Planet Samus fight was really tough for me, but as soon as I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Samus is a really good character. That's, she's a very underrated character that you don't get to explore too. And once you do get to explore her, you're like, yep. I got it. I I honestly, well, we were, we had this is a long discussion, but (laughs) in this discussion too, I was actually thinking about if Luffy could go to toe to toe with Ash Ketchum and, I actually don't think well, so. They I think have, Samus has a better fight. They have so many similarities, but yeah. I think a lot of the weak points that Luffy has are a lot of Ash's strengths. Yes. Because like you, a lot of the strengths you said about Luffy, you could say the exact, exact same, same thing, thing about Ash. But then when you look at his weaknesses, it's like, well, Ash actually, like outside of his Pokemon, he's doing, like he himself doesn't have powers and does all these amazing things. Like he's a, that's why he's such a strong contender, which was part of why earlier I was like, Neville's so different that I almost feel like it's easier to argue for him. And I was. I really thought whoever won the first match won today. I I love Samus. I did not think Samus would be winning. I think we were ready (laughs) to call it. I'm ready to call it. I'm ready to call it, yeah. You should do it. Well, guys, we are, (laughs) we went on the cruise, but he has to retire early. Luffy, gomu gomu, no way. This is a hard. This is a hard one to pun because uh, I'm just so sad, but I'm also happy because his winner is Samus Aaron is going to the finals. Here, keep in mind, if you're a listener out there, you have the chance to vote on who we have a losers bracket. Everyone gets to vote one character back, and oh. then they then all the losers fight it out, and only one of them gets to come back. Which that's going to be a crazy poll to see Luffy versus Neville on that poll because that could go either way. Yeah. yeah. If people throw up a big enough fight too, if people want to send us enough comments, we'll, we'll allow both of them back in the bucket. We've, we've said before we might make mistakes. There's so many things to talk about with these characters. So much. Um, this could be our most, we say this every time, but this could be our most <laughs> contentious episode. It's getting yet. more and more intense. They, they, I think that's good. Have. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. They have escalated every week. I will say, like, like it might be a matchup later, but I'm just going to say right now, look, Luffy, better than Goku and Naruto. Whoa. Goku? Goku's pretty dangerous and toxic. He's the reason why the universes are about to, like, how they had to fight for the universe to survive. Oh, because oh, he's like, I want to... F- the end of Super. I did see the end of Super. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but, like, uh, he's the reason for it. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yes, he is. That's I mean, true. granted, they were going to do it anyways, but yeah. but still, like, he's he's kind of toxic. Anyways. <laughs> He's, he's Terrible a big father. dumb dumb. You're right. But he's not a he big just time. wants to fight. He's not a good dad. At the same time, he's still an amazing character. Mm-hmm. That's true. Papa he's G- an amazing character. But Vegeta's better. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Anyways. He's such a Sasuke. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. It's, every show has it. Every yeah, show know, has their Naruto and their Sasuke. Emily, if yep. people want to keep up with you or check in, see if you're okay after this insane conversation, how can <laughs> they do that? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at frankly underscore Emily and then on Instagram at frankly underscore Emily underscore. Uh, I plan on having a YouTube channel up this year at some point. And nice. then I think once Kingdom Hearts 3 releases, I'm going to get back on Twitch and be streaming my Kingdom Hearts 3 adventures Heck on yeah. Twitch. Heck do yeah. it. Do awesome. it. Emily, thank you so much. Before we go, we actually would uh, like if you can add a name to the bucket because every guest uh, comes on, we would like them to add, uh, contribute to the bucket of names that we could pull from. So yes. if you would like to just take a pen and paper and write your, you can tell us who it is I or you can say, keep a secret. I will um, say, I wish I could fight for this person whenever they're picked. <laughs> uh, uh, the person I'm putting into the bucket is the one, the only, the incredible ethereal being that is Mary Poppins. Mm, and you know, she is absolutely perfect in every way so. pra- practically perfect pra- see you yeah. can just pick whichever color you want okay great um guys uh thank you so much for wow. listening if you want to tell us how we were wrong or tell us uh that you agree with us or we'd love to hear your feedback t- make sure to tell tweet us why us. monkey luffy should have won <laughs> yeah it, honestly like I, I could go forever talking about one piece <laughs> and if you want to um make sure to give us a follow at ufc pod on twitter or email us at uh, gmail.com or excuse me ufc pod at gmail.com um and leave us a nice review if you like us if you're yeah. like man they like lose should have one whatever um just leave us a review on itunes and we really appreciate it tell your friends too it helps us um get more listeners and it helps us hear your feedback so we really appreciate that guys Next week, we will have the Division 3 finale, which will be Thor versus Nora Durst from The Leftovers. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. And then Ash Ketchum <laughs> versus Samus. And whichever of those two winners will fight it out for oh, the boy. Division champ. Yeah. And then we'll, after that, we have the final division. Oh, my gosh. Guys, thank you so much, as always. For listening, for giving us your your feedback, um, Emily, thank you for coming on. Um, of sorry for keeping you for so long. This is the longest episode we've ever had. Um, so thank you so much for coming on. Um, and until next time, guys, uh, keep searching as keep come back as we continue to find who is the ultimate fictional character. Um, thank you so much, hunters. We'll see you next time. Stay on the hunt. <laughs> <laughs>